Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. hadn't talked about it with another woman before who had it and just got it and we felt so bloody empowered and inspired and it was at that first meeting that we said let's do something with this you know let's just turn it around and let's create something positive and empowering and supportive for other people who have vaginismus have you ever heard of vaginismus In medical terms, vaginismus is the involuntary tightening of muscles around the vagina whenever penetration is attempted. That form of penetration can be done with a penis, a finger, a tampon. This isn't spoken enough about, even though every two in 1,000 people have experienced vaginismus. And the one main negative side effect of vaginismus is loneliness, because so many people feel like they are alone and they cannot talk about it. So that is why I decided to speak to Lisa McKenzie. She is the co-founder of the Vaginismus Network, a network based in London. And the network is helping people, women and couples, learn about vaginismus and connect with one another and share their stories about what it's like to have vaginismus. It was so lovely speaking to Lisa. I could have spoken to her for hours. She is such a, such a lovely human being. I adore her. And I really hope many of you adore her too after listening to this interview. This is Lisa McKenzie. So what I firstly wanted to start off with, I don't think a lot of the listeners would know the in-depths of what exactly is vaginismus. I think it's something maybe some women have heard of once in a while, but don't really know what exactly it is and is it something that anyone can easily get? So what is it for those that don't know what exactly vaginismus is? So vaginismus is essentially a um, psychosexual condition and what happens is the person's um, vagina will involuntarily clamp up upon any attempt at penetration. So that could be, you know, a penis, it could be a finger, it could be a tampon, it could be, um, you know, when you're trying to get a cervical smear test, it could be absolutely anything. I guess um, there's a whole, I think there's like a spectrum, I believe, of um, the way it can impact a person. So for some people with vaginismus, it could be quite difficult and uncomfortable. Um, For some, it can be, you know, painful and extremely painful. And for others, it can be absolutely impossible. And it's something that I've had pretty much my entire adult life. So when I first kind of, it was um, sexually active around the age of 16, 17, it was quite clear early on that penetration was an issue. So that's called primary vaginismus. Um, There's also secondary vaginismus, which can occur at any stage of an individual's life. So they may have experienced a healthy, normal and inverted commas, (laughs) positive sex life. Um, And then something could happen that could bring on secondary vaginismus. So it could be a traumatic event, difficult childbirth, um, or it could be something like treatment for gynecological cancer as well, a whole range of things. So it can, to answer your question, impact pretty much anybody with a vagina. Um, And there's, yeah, there's two types. And I've got primary vaginismus and it's great. (laughs) (laughs) 
being sarcastic and jovial as I am when I'm with cats and I'm by myself today, so having lols on my own. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> We're quite sarcastic. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I'm fluent in sarcasm, so that's all good. Oh, brilliant. We're going to get on fabulous. Yes. <laughs> when you yourself found out you had vaginismus, you said that you were around 16, 17 years old. So already, when you're that age, anything abnormal that happens to your body, you think you're pretty much dying or you think you're the biggest weirdo in the world. Yeah. So when you were that age and there's not, there wasn't a lot of information available, I can assume, when you're that young... There wasn't a, a lot of information available back then compared to now, even though it is still limited. What did you think it was back then when you first saw that? Oh, this is a bit. This is a bit odd. Oh goodness! I thought I was broken. I thought I was the only person who experienced this thing, and I didn't know what it was. So it impacted my life in a massive way. Um, I, I was yeah, I was sixteen, seventeen when I was um, when I got my first boyfriend. And we, you know, there was a massive build-up to the first night and everything. Um, and then, obviously, it didn't work out as planned. Um, and I felt a great, like, deal of shame and embarrassment. I guess because, you know, we weren't having sex in the way that's put out there in the media and this kind of what's put out there as a normal way to have sex, which it absolutely isn't. You know, there's so much more than penis and vagina sex. But because we couldn't achieve that, I felt such shame. But I didn't actually know that vaginismus was the thing I had until many, many, many years later. My first boyfriend and I were together for bloody hell, like eight years, and we didn't speak about it, and it's it baffles me now to think that we didn't communicate about this, but I guess the only reasons I can kind of put it down to is the fact that we were so young, you know, that was our first serious relationship, that was our only template, um, communication wasn't always great anyway, and I guess when you're that young and you can't achieve this thing that everybody else is supposedly going out there and doing and exploring and enjoying, you do feel this huge sense of shame um so yeah I I didn't know I didn't know what it was and we we stayed together for eight years and we had a healthy relationship in many ways and we had a sex life in other ways but because we couldn't achieve uh, penetrative sex which we sort of I think we gave up on quite early on anyway um it kind of overshadowed the rest of our sex life and I certainly overcompensated in many, many ways to, you know, be this young, fun, sexually adventurous person because we couldn't achieve that one thing, but I wanted to show that I could do all these other great, interesting things. Um, but yeah, it wasn't healthy. It made me feel shit and I've since learned that communication is the key to everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, it really, really is. But yeah, I, I left that relationship and still not knowing what vaginismus was or the thing that I had was vaginismus. I did kind of Google over the years and, you know, as a young girl growing up with this and thinking, oh, this could be the issue I'm dealing with. I was sort of, the information that I found didn't really <clears throat> empower or make me feel good about myself, quite kind of scary. You know, the information out there back then was quite clinical, one size fits all. The imagery was quite negative, um, disempowering. And I, you know, I just thought, I, I bloody don't want to be associated with this. This is not what I've got. And I buried my head in the sand even more. So it wasn't until... Um, 
oh, I'd say I was like 31 or something, I'm 35 now, that I finally thought, do you know what, it is vaginismus I'm dealing with, and I kind of faced it head on. But yeah, the information out there wasn't really helpful to me, which is one of the reasons we set up the network to empower and connect other people and make them realise that, you know what, yes, it's shit, but it's okay as well, and it doesn't control your life. I feel like I've gone off a massive tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good no 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 podcast hosts love people that go on tangents that is (laughs) a-okay so when you went on this journey of just accepting that you have vaginismus and it's not something to be shameful of how did you decide to then create the network did you decide before or after you discovered uh, the other co-founder of vaginismus network kat wilson did you decide before or after you started reading her blogs that I want to create a network where I can help other women experiencing this feel more connected and know that they're not abnormal. I'd say before I found Kat and met Kat, my therapist kind of, when I started um, feeling more confident and in control of vaginismus, my therapist did say to me a couple of times, you should talk about it or kind of write about it. So there was kind of a, a small seed that was planted and I have got this thing that I do want to support and help other people so I always thought if I can turn this negative into a positive I will in some way but it was kind of quite a small seed um and then yeah when I met Kat so I found her online as you say via her blog and we connected and clicked straight away and we met um for the first time gosh about two years ago something it's flown by but it was at that first meeting that we just you know I hadn't talked about it with another woman before who had it and just got it and we felt so bloody empowered and inspired and it was at that first meeting that we said let's do something with this you know let's just turn it around and let's create something positive and empowering and supportive for other people who have vaginismus. So yeah, the seed was planted before in a very small way and it was meeting cats and having that connection that just made us really want to create something together. Was this the first time that you had done something entrepreneurial and what was it like to work with Kat because you had only known her at the time, you know, for her experience with vaginismus. What was it like to work with her then as your business partner? my business partner I've never referred to her as oh her fancy <laughs> very fancy I feel like a grown-up um, <laughs> you're adulting <laughs> um do you know what I it's it's been natural and easy and nice we did think initially that it might be quite tricky because she's actually based up in Glasgow um so we only kind of get together in person maybe two three times a year but actually mm-hmm. it's it's worked fine you know We've got the internet, we've got Skype, we've got all this technology that just makes things happen quickly and easily. Yeah, it's the first thing we've both kind of set up um, together or separately or anything. Um, she's a freelancer, so I guess she's a bit more kind of comfortable and confident in that space, which helped. But it's just felt really natural, you know. We just said, we want to do this, we're going to do it, right? We're going to get a website, get social media, get some branding. This is how we're going to, you know, reach out and connect and meet other people. And we've been quite lucky because it just flowed. We didn't really um, just happen quite naturally. And you've also added another member onto the team and they are a house therapist. What exactly is a house therapist and why was it important for you to add on Sarah into the team and in particular for the cause? 
So Sarah Berry's amazing. So she's a psychosexual therapist. She had vaginismus herself. She's been open about that, but she doesn't talk about it really publicly because of her professional side. Um, She became a therapist because I think she basically wanted to give people the therapy that she didn't really have when she had vaginismus. So so she knew what good looked like and she wanted to create it. And she's amazing. We met her at our first event. So we basically just invited her along to talk on the panel. And at the first event, I think, um, again, we just connected with her and she she'd been looking for something like this for a while I think to kind of put something out there and we pretty much said at the event do you want to join a team like come along with us um, and it was important for Kat and I to have a professional on board so I'd say Kat and I definitely do you know the day-to-day running of the network and it's our baby and our thing um, Sarah's extremely busy with her you know professional work um, but it's so, so good and so important to have her on board because Kat and I are not professionals. So, you know, we're women who have experiences of vaginismus and we're very knowledgeable about it now through talking to other people with it and building a network. But Sarah's that professional who knows absolutely what she's talking about. And sometimes we get, you know, we, we get messages from people um, with questions that Kat and I can't always answer and I wouldn't feel comfortable about answering because it would be unprofessional and it wouldn't be morally right for me to answer some of the questions that we get because they are um you know kind of about medical things and other things um so having that professional on board is absolutely important and vital. And what has been the public's reaction to not only the business that you've created, but also the network events, because obviously, as it says in the business name, it is a vaginismist network. The whole primary purpose of it is to connect women that are dealing with this. What has been the reaction and how has that been for you ladies seeing that? Because when all three of you um, first got it and first realized you had it, that was something that was missing that you really needed. When I created Network with Cat, we said, you know, let's turn a negative into a positive. Let's create something that we could have bloody well used back then growing up. And the reaction has been great. So professionals are really, really supportive of what we're doing. My therapist refers people, you know, recommends people to us all the time. Um, and there's many other professionals that we've met through the network who, you know, say you're filling a void. There's a need for this. Um, and it's great to kind of get that support and kind of confirmation from them. The reaction at events has been really, really good. They're so, you know, when you when we run the events, and I wish we could do more of them, but we do have full-time jobs on the side <laughs> as well, yeah. um, sadly. Um, when we do run the events, um, that's when it makes me realise the importance of what we're doing. Um, and it kind of brings you back to the reason we set it up. Because there's people in the room who, you know, have never knowingly been in a room with someone else with vaginismus, have never talked about it, have lived their life, as I did for a long time completely feeling isolated and on their own with it and abnormal and ashamed and all of those things so to be in a room with these people um, for the first time is such an empowering thing to do and I'm really comfortable about talking openly about my journey and in the hope as well that it will help other people at the event so you know the last event could have gone on did usually about two hours it could have gone on for about five hours so <laughs> Q&A and everything and the conversations that were happening it's just yeah it's so so important so the, the people who attend the events I 
believe get many benefits from them um, and we're getting a lot of support from professionals as well um, and I'm slowly because like I say I've got a full-time job on the side of this um, and I don't you know talk about this all the time at work but I have kind of opened up to a few of my colleagues about what I'm doing um, and they've all been supportive as well actually and some of them actually two of my female colleagues have since shared details of the network with people they know who they believe has vaginismus so it's it's good to spread the word yeah well it's great that you three are doing what you're doing and just making people more aware of something that so many women are suffering from and dealing with every single day and I just think it's so amazing I really really do thank you thank you for reaching out to us and you know taking this time as well it's been lovely chatting to you that's all good yes it's been lovely chatting to you all the way from Australia so Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure of you being on the show. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Lisa McKenzie, co-founder of the Vaginismus Network. For more information, make sure you head to the Vag Network on Instagram and also their website, thevaginismusnetwork.com. All this information will be in this week's show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this week's podcast. And if you can also do me a favor and like or follow the Nasty Woman Club on Instagram and Facebook.